temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show listen to us by going to our website on demand the pgp is also available always available there da on cbs.com so you can just listen to us on demand or on itunes or other places that podcasts are uploaded and available just search da and cbs or permission granted you'll find us all the same all right a couple of big hitters here to start with number one i came into work yesterday moraz and i handed you one of your early Christmas gifts. And it was a published, glossy photo album of our trip to Boise, Idaho that I created as a surprise for you. Really cool. Really touched. Pumped I have it. Because you know why, DA? Mm. You know why? In this day and age of social media, we're not printing pictures anymore. Mm. Everything. The reason I even still have a Facebook account is because I have pictures dating back more than 10 years that were never printed that I don't want to lose. It's almost like my living photo album my entire life to look back on these pictures. And the idea of having a tangible photo album of a really fun, cool experience I had in my life, I think is awesome. And I'm so happy to have it. And that was a nice touch by you. I Thanks. thought for sure if you made them, I was going to get banged over the head for whatever, 10 bucks or so to buy one. It was <laughs> nice of you to give me one. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. We, um, It's pretty cool because it's more than 20 pages of photographs, all types of photographs from all of our events out there, going to the game, lots of listener pictures. So the picture that we took with listeners at Witch Witch or at um, any of the other places that we went, all these great places, Idaho Pizza Company, I tried to put as many as possible in there so that people that came out to our events might see themselves in the photo album. So if you came out to any of our events or if you missed it and want to kind of commemorate our trip out to Boise, this photo album is it. And we are selling them as um, holiday gifts, as Christmas gifts. And it's cool because I'm going to autograph the first 20. The first 20, I'm going to autograph, personalize it with whatever you you want it to say. So if you want to give it to a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife, a grandfather, a child, whatever it is. I'll autograph it to that person, the first 20. That should be worth a lot. Those are exclusive. Those are very exclusive. you got to bump up the price on those. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a nice touch, though. That's a good job. So um, so you can go online. I'll tweet out the link, but um, you can go online simply to my website. i got a personal website, myname.com. Just make sure you put the www in there, and uh, you'll see shop, and that's the easiest way to get it. But I'll tweet out the link, post the link on Facebook. In fact, the, the Facebook link is already up 
Facebook.com slash The DA Show. The link is already up with some pictures of it. There's also a link so you can scroll through it digitally so you can see if you're in the album. So That's you don't cool. have to just guess. There were pictures, I will say, in there after looking through it. I've gone through it now twice. I didn't even know it existed. Mm. There was a picture of me coloring with a young child I don't even rem- like remember that, and that's what's great about a, fo- a photo album. It jogs your memory, and you don't you don't lose things because my upstairs, as you know, there's not everything sitting up there. That's at Boise Fry Company when you were doing that. Oh, okay. Now I know. Yeah. I didn't even know you took that picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I know who that is. Okay. Yep. So it's really cool. It's a great stocking stuffer, and it's really a thank you for you guys having us out there and just treating us so well. So uh, find that and uh, the first twenty I'll autograph and uh, send out. And um, yeah, that should be really cool. So I was I was happy that that came out so well together. I have ADD. All I'm thinking about is fries now. Yeah, I could use some fries. Thinking about those purple purple curly fries. Oh, just delicious. So that's the first thing. Um, highly encourage you to go check it out, and uh, you'll I'll, I'll show it on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, et cetera, so you can see exactly what it looks like and enjoy that. Number two, the twelve DAs of Christmas are here, and so far, you got a really quizzical look on your face. No, I, I'm I'm trying to gather my 12 DA's thoughts so I don't <laughs> blurt out something stupid as I'm I'm waiting for you to set this up. Um so far we have had the first two out. First two out. Correct. And that included you thinking Jacksonville was named after the Jackson Five. Or at least not thinking it, asking if that was potentially possible. <laughs> okay. And number two today was Anthony Pierno, who runs the board for Sunday Morning Football, coming in as our wrestling expert after... Slash super fan. After, yes, after going to the Raw 25th anniversary watch party. Aaron Barkle would love that. (laughs) And I I thought they were both great. I, I just, there's something really funny. Do you think it, do you think the... The Anthony Pierno wrestling one is funny because we know Pierno, or do you think it's funny to anybody? Well, this one was the one I struggled with the most of all of the 14 that will get played in that I personally found it funny just how ridiculous it is. But that might be my, A, knowing the newsroom around here as it is with the wrestling fans, adults, and me not really having any respect for adult wrestling fans to begin with. So I don't know if I was personally biased in that. I hope it came across well to the audience, but... I think just from, if you're a wrestling fan, you feel his pain and his agitation about that night, and you put yourself in that spot. And if you're not a wrestling fan, you roll your eyes, and you look at this dork. So I, I think it played well. Did we make a strategic mistake not sitting around the newsroom and playing the clips audio-wise to do our rankings? What that's, Yes. That's normally what has happened. In fact, sometimes we have televised the debate Right, the the room. It's like the it's like the NFL Hall of Fame committee debating. What we did this year was you emailed out the list, and then we all just emailed you our rankings. Then you compiled sure. the rankings to give the master ranking, and we did not sit around and debate. No, this is funny. Listen to this clip again. We got to give this more run. Was that strategically a misfire? I do believe so because. It is impossible, and this is what I talked about when you mentioned that you like that big boy and how you thought it should be number one. You worry about recency bias, and how many of these have happened as January, February, March. While we might remember some of the drops that live for them, the actual context of the moment, putting yourself back, closing your eyes as you listen to a clip and remembering where you were when that happened, I think is all part of this. It's almost like a smell test when food gets put in front of you, where you just you have to smell the ingredients. You have to feel That's going to make you hungry for it. 
And I think listening to the clips in the past for the 12 DAs allows us, in my opinion, for the most accurate list possible. And I feel as if we just didn't do that this year. Now, here's the real issue. Forget not doing it together, which is always fun and laughs. I sent out an email to everybody in the inner workings of the DA show with where all the audio clips could be found so people could do that. And I don't think not a, a nary a soul went back and listened. Nary a soul, even on their own. And that is troublesome to me. And I have to ask, when all is said and done, did we take the 12 DAs of Christmas 2018 for granted and just kind of ran this like an operation, especially when we assumed that number one was locked up? And I worry about that for the future of the DA show. Kind of like a high-scoring game in the NFL. You don't want that being the future. So I think those are some honest concerns. I would say that there was a soul that did go back because I provided the production guy with the clips we needed. Okay. So I did go back and listen to a number of them. Okay. Now, I do think, though, what you bring up is very important. If we don't go back and listen to them, basically you're basing it just on memory of how you think the event was instead of the actual effect of the event. Right. And being in the middle of it. And I think that's why your giant meltdown rant faltered. I put it very high. I put it on the list, at least. Nobody else even put it on the list. Are we doing spoilers here? Because people don't know if it faltered or not. Well, it faltered. How do you want to approach this, DA? You better play this right. right. People don't know what the next 12 are or where they fall. That's true. All right. I'll just say this. <laughs> I I think this was interesting because we usually do it as the football Hall of Fame vote. This year was the baseball Hall of Fame vote. You didn't have to answer for your rankings. Right. Didn't have to answer for your ballot. There was no it was just the ballot was submitted. Usually you could have a discussion in the room where maybe you might alter your thought yes. and be talked into something. Exactly. Yes. So Look, I think both formats work to an extent. In the end, I believe that at least when we get into the top five, the deserved top five will be there. My worry is the back half of the bracket. Agreed. I I would agree. Top five is going to be set. You're going to be very strong candidates all across the top. Five through 12 is going to be murky because of how we did it this year. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, but in typical fashion, it's going to leave the entire show up for debate. And listeners can obviously chime in on all of this. And, you know, you're going to have to follow along day by day. I think there will be some faces within at least the show, and I can't speak for our listeners, that the moment that email, let's say, is sent in the morning of the show, where I send all the topics for the day, the guests for the day, and I tell you, all right, here's what we got coming today. There are going to be some groans and some moans, especially if we've already heard some, and then you hear one that maybe you don't like as much. I worry about friction heading into the new year as a show. That is entirely possible because we didn't do this sit-down. Everything is on the fritz here with the 12 DAs. Everything. I will also say I think you put put up a very, very interesting point here. Because Torg Bellinger was the presumed number one all season long, it was like your preseason number one ranking and he did nothing to lose it. They were Bama. And you declared it number one as soon as it happened in March. Which I should never do. I still believe he's number one, but I now I know not to do that because I think it subdues the 12 DAs a little bit. I, you notice a guy like Bogus, a Bilotti, even an Andrew Kaplan on the WatchDA.com stream, they need a little motivation. They don't need assumed rankings. And they weren't motivated enough this year on these rankings. Because of Torg's presumed number one, 
I think you did have a, let me rip off the ballot. Let me, let me just rattle off the ballot quickly here because we know who the number one is. Yeah, and you know what part of that bothers me a little bit is that while there's a grand champion in this whole thing, number one, this is kind of like when you have that pinata where everybody can pull a string and candy comes out where you're not whacking with the bat. All 12 are winners here. There are how many segments in a year in a show? So it, while we want to get them right 12 through 1, I think by declaring a 1, I think in the mindset of some people, they might go, well, we already know the winner, so who cares who's... No, 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 no. They're all winners here. They are all winners well, here. Well, you got to listen to all of them because all of them are brilliant. Right, exactly. So what's interesting, though, is that I'll... I'll be very clear with my ballot. I thought Torg was number one. I didn't think at the time, I thought when you declared it the number one in March, I said this is too early to say that. But I knew. When the dust settled, I thought it was the, the most memorable moment of the year. I would agree, and I will reveal that that was my number one as well. From there on out, though, all bets were. did not believe that was number one. He Correct. Was, he was the only one not to vote it as such. Uh-huh. And uh, but that's all I'll say. I and can't there's only that. five ballots here. There's me, you, Bilotti, Bogish, and Kaplan. Right, and kind of like golf, I score with lowest score wins down the line. Right, and then if something's not included on a ballot, it automatically gets a 13 added next mm-hmm. to it as a number. It's a whole system I've put forth. Correct. And so here's what I would say: even though me and Mraz have put it number one, Torg number one, all it takes is Bilotti leaving it off the ballot. And it can't be number one. Exactly. So there's a lot of uh, intrigue here. My last point <laughs> is going to be intrigue. there is a lot of my last point is going to be because I'm very excited about the 12 DAs uh, starting up. This is one of my favorite times of the year. The holidays I love. You got to see the latest Nomad uh-huh. going down to Athens, Georgia for Auburn at Georgia. Correct. You had a couple of very funny takeaways in the newsroom the other day. Yeah. Well, first and foremost. I love the dramatic, as if it's Dateline cutaway of you guys blowing out the tire uh-huh. and the still shots that are be had. And the main thing I have to say there is, DA, you see your two friends sitting there trying to change a tire, and you're narrating over the problem, yet you're sitting there taking pictures and not helping them <laughs> change the tire. If I was one of your buddies, if I'm on this trip, and I've been on plenty of trips with you, and I'm sitting there cranking out the jack and changing the tire, and you're snapping pictures giggling... Yeah, well, that might be funny in hindsight post. I'm pretty ticked off at you at the time. You got your buddy Joan in there. His hands are filthy. And you're, oh, hold on. Let me pose for this angle here. And on that note, Brad Heller is bent down doing nothing but bothering Jonah, just sticking a hand in there because he knows you're taking pictures. And he just has to make it seem like he's helping when in reality he's just getting in the way. That was a disgrace. <laughs> I think that has to be left off Nomad entirely. you got to get in there, get your hands dirty, and you can mention it maybe as you're, you know, you're doing the field trip snacks promo at the end. By the way, at some point here, our tire blue. I just want to thank my friend Jonah for changing the tire. You, you taking the pictures makes you look like a horrible human being. It's terrible. It should be noted. The, the rental car, we were five miles outside of the Atlanta Hartsfield Airport that you know very well. <laughs> Be visiting again shortly. Yeah, for the Super Bowl. And we blow out the tire. It's raining. It's miserable. And I'm like, all right, let's call AAA. I ain't sitting out in the rain and changing this mm-hmm. tire. And AAA is going to take like an hour. So we call the rental company. They're going to take more than an hour. So I'm like, tough times, guys. I mean, what do we do here? We're waiting to get to Athens, and my buddy Joan is like, well, why don't we just try to change it? And I was like, nah, I don't think so. So We don't know how to do this. Let's not go crazy here, folks. You're such a hypocrite. What? 
Because you took the approach of changing a tire that I will with booking a guest. Yeah. If the first two people get back to me and it ain't going to happen, <laughs> right. I'm ready to give up. And you're looking at me like, no, we got to find every avenue. Or if we get told no by bosses to do something, you will tackle every avenue to make sure it gets done. You were me when it came to changing a tire. You bailed. But that wasn't my job. This is You know what? In that moment with your friends, that is your job to make sure that tire gets changed. <laughs> so so when it was finally getting done and changed, those pictures are from a very tail end once we knew it was successfully going to be changed. Yeah. I I waited hmm. because your I, hands were clean enough to put on your phone to take that picture. I didn't do much of the heavy yeah, lifting I there. figured as much. I did, just did very little. But I was respectful during the process for exactly the moments that you say, somebody's grinding away trying to change the tire and I'm snapping the photos... I look really bad in that. Yeah, you know, you're paparazzi at the wrong time. That was not right to your friends. But I will say on the back end of that, that it was very cool going to the old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium and having that as the backdrop as you kind of talk through a little of Nomad Did you know that that still existed? I didn't. You've been to Atlanta 17 times over the last six months. Exactly. I've been to Atlanta a lot. Didn't know that that outline was there. Is it right by, you made the impression it was right by Turner Field. Yeah, it's on the site of where the stadium was and Turner Field is, I mean, I don't know, just, a city block or two city blocks away? Yeah, so I saw the outside of Turner Field. I didn't realize the old. But that was cool watching, seeing the fence in the back. I thought yeah. it was a really cool backdrop. The old, old you home don't of the Braves. See that. When do you see that? So I thought you had a very unique perspective by shooting that there. Even if you actually weren't examining it and walking across the wall, just having that as a backdrop, I thought it was pretty cool. Thanks. Um, I was I, I like that as well. And then I just want to know, what do you think about the steaming hot ribs I got at Pit Boss Barbecue in Atlanta? First of all, the shot of the steam. Was as if you had bought the best camera in Hollywood to to zoom in, and it looked delicious. And it made me, frankly, very excited to know that I will be having some kind of barbecue when we hit the Super Bowl. So we can go to that place in Atlanta. Yeah. I also, I there's another place called Fat Matt's I, I was given the tip huge on. Huge Freeze keeps talking about Fat Matt's. So maybe we'll have to, maybe that'll be our homage to Huge Freeze being dead on the show as we go to Fat Matt's. <laughs> To do that, you're looking outside. You got to get going, don't you? I'm looking at the clock. I I got an FA local show. The Mets just made a trade for the first time in years, and now I got you know the other show breaking my you know what right now to help him out. You know, juggling these acts is not easy, DA. And I'm hitting the road to Philly to go to Army Navy. What a football year this has been for me. And when are we going to go get hibachi for our annual DA show family dinner? Well, we're going to have to discuss that. Probably tomorrow, okay. I guess. But you know, Pete calling the shots with his wedding coming around. He can't be bothered with anything else. So we got to be on Pete's schedule. So it's true. We got two big events coming up for the show. We've got our annual Christmas dinner, uh, and we're gonna do hibachi this year, which I can't wait. And then number two, we got Pete's wedding on the twenty first. I can't wait. Well, we're gonna have plenty of time. We at least we have plenty of PGP content as the holidays come to dissect. But let's go get some shrimp thrown in our mouth soon, and, and we'll be on with our on with our lives. Okay, uh, that's side A of the PGP. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. And because Mraz has to scurry off and go do his other jobs, I'm going to host part B again, side B again. And joining me here on the show is somebody we were just discussing on side A. You know him as dessert coordinator. I know him as Brad Heller, and he was on the trip to Athens with me for a little Georgia football and featured in this week's or the newest episode of Nomad, my digital travel series on YouTube. Dessert coordinator, hello. 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 You know, I just got sidetracked with the image in my head of Mraz scurrying. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. He kind of like waddles a little bit. 
little it's scurry. It's a scurry waddle. It's a scurry waddle, yeah. It's kind of like those big blow-up rats they have out there, like the, the union. Yeah. That the, the unions it's, have out there. It's a there scurry for, waddle. I think so. It's like an oversized mouse. Can you imagine if anybody... Um, if there was any kind of issues union-wise at our company, maybe there'd be a blown-up morass like kind of hanging out in front of the building. I don't know. <laughs> this is your debut in the PGP. I'm excited. Wow. I'm excited. I'm. You know, I've been a little envious of of folks that have been on here. Mm-hmm. You know, walking by the studio, seeing the uh, the on-air light on. So now to, to be in here with you, it's a lot of well, pressure. I know. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I might be hungry, but I'm, it could be nerves. I don't know. As dessert coordinator, you've kind of built up a nice reputation here as an authority on sweets. <laughs> yeah. And it's because you actually really love desserts and it's, sweets. It's a problem. It, it's it's a problem. Like, I'm I'm getting ready to move, and all there is is just candy around. Because I don't cook much anyway, but I can't cook now because everything's packed up. So it's literally just M&M's in this corner. There's, you know, chocolate-covered pretzels over here. I just I lay out dessert around around the apartment. So when I go to pack up a box, oh, let me grab a couple M&Ms. The day after Halloween, you gave us tips for adults to go shopping at drugstores. You advised to get half-price candy and to stow it away for the off-season. I hope people did that because now the prices went back to normal, and it's just not the same. And so now that you're moving, are you finding all the places you hid your half-priced after Halloween candy? Yeah, behind like the healthy snacks, you know, behind the, the kind bars or, or behind, you know, the brown rice. Like, what do you oh, find? Look it? at this, you know, uh, some Kit Kats or a lot of M&Ms. I have like a little M&M dispenser that I got as a gift and I just have to make sure it's full all the time. What do you think about the peanut butter M&M? Isn't that just a knockoff of a Reese's Pieces? Um, and I don't mind it. And what's singular for Reese's Pieces? A Reese's Piece? What's one Reese's Pieces? Oh, I see what you're saying. At first, for some reason, I thought of the, the peanut butter cups first because that's what I love. Reese's Pieces, I'm not a huge fan of. There's more. I know the M and M's are, are bigger with the peanut yeah. butter. There's more peanut butter Bulkier. in a peanut butter M M&M and M than there is in a Reese's. And piece. there's a chocolate shell. I think in a Reese's piece, it's just the peanut butter. Right. Yeah. So that little extra chocolate, I don't mind it. I mean, I find now that um, you know, because M and M's has the pretzel M and M's, which I really like, uh-huh. and also the peanut butter M and M's, and in the regular size packages, I saw this the other day. It says on the corner, like now only two hundred calories or something. But then, like you hold up the bag, and there's literally like six M and M's in the bag. I know. Like, what are you doing to me? You're making me go fa- family size, <laughs> and I just want, I just want a snack, and I'm buying family size peanut M and M's. You like? No. Okay, so you're you're pro pretzel M and M's. You're that'd be number one. Neutral on peanut butter M and M's. More on the more on the four side, more on the pro side than neutral on the okay. peanut butter. Okay. Negative on peanut M and M's. Probably those would be those would be at the bottom. I think. Now they're also coming out with a lot of random new M. There's caramel. There's I may have even seen like not strawberry. Is that right? There, there's a lot of. There's a lot. You go. You just go by the, the the packaging. There's a lot of different colors. There's like dark blue or purple for caramel. There's regular blue or for pretzel. A peanut butter's red. Why I know this scares me. But caramel M and M's sound disgusting. I'm out. I'm not a caramel guy anyway. Yeah. Rolos. Were, isn't Werther's caramel? We no, were... I think I think we said it was more butterscotch. I'm out on that too. <laughs> I'm out on that. Get get out. Get me out on those. Get them out. Get you out on get, Werther's yeah. or get Don't Werther's even get them out. out. Just remove me from the situation. <laughs> what do you do around the holidays for your sweets? Are you eating candy or are you eating cookies and cake and pies? I'll tell you what. My brother uh, was in 
for the weekend uh, from Maryland with my nieces, and uh, my mom had literally candy and snacks everywhere. There was chocolate cake on the kitchen table with those, like, magic bars, which was, like, coconut flakes and chocolate chips and graham cracker crust. Whoa. And then, but in the in the den, there was a, a bowl of M&M's, and then there was, I had brought home chocolate-covered almonds and chocolate-covered raisins, so that was, like, in between the two. So you couldn't walk by. You couldn't walk from the kitchen to the den. A lot of football was, it was championship Saturday. I mean, anytime I got up to get a drink of water or go to the bathroom, I would walk by, like, three levels of, of chocolate stuff, and it was impossible. I mean, I needed to, like, go on a kale and chewing gum <laughs> cleanse, and that lasted all of, like, one meal. But <laughs> So you were just crushing sweets. It was bad. Okay, yeah, that's what the holidays are. <laughs> anytime, anytime my family, anytime we host any kind of, uh, fan, you know, holiday event, it just it's candy everywhere. It's bad. So that must be where you get it from. Why you love sweets so much? I mean, I think I've added to the tradition and added to it because of this, this addiction I have to chocolate. <laughs> but it's always been there. But yeah, it just, I mean, and my parents will feed into it. Like, I mean, I'll get. I mean, they'll give me like a a chocolate blackout cake for my for my birthday and yeah. it'll sit in my freezer and I'm the only one that lives there so who else is going to eat it you know and like a week later it's gone you'll eventually eat an entire chocolate blackout cake yourself i've done that over <laughs> over a few days same thing with cookie cake which is my number number one and i believe we did a countdown yeah, where i didn't cookie cake solid i didn't bring it up because i didn't know how popular it was like you know around the country but like mm. in this part in the northeast there's cookie cake around and it's amazing uh what do you feel about christmas cookies I don't mind them. Um, you know, like sugar cookies, you mean, with the frosting? Yeah. I like them. Um, you know, they're kind of, the their displays are hard to turn down as you walk into a supermarket. I can do without them. I'm, I'm, you know. I can have one and be okay. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, any kind of the, the chocolate chip cookies or brownies, those are hard to say no yes. to, to, to more than one. Chocolate chip cookies, fresh baked, a homemade. Fresh baked, baby. Um, that's number one on my, um, on my, Soft my list. Soft chocolate chip cookies Oof. we're referring to. Oof. Yeah. Brownies, homemade, all, and even a Betty Crocker. I'm so in on if a brownie. They're, if they're if they're gooey, I yes. need the gooeyness yeah. of it. The texture's got to be there. It can't be like, yeah, you know, hard. And yeah, you know, I don't like a lot of walnuts or no, in them. No, 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 no. It's got to be. Don't overthink gooey. it. Yeah, undercook it. Yes, and make the right decision Correct. to take it out. You know, yes. if if the box says 20 minutes, set your timer for 14 and turn <laughs> off the oven. Because it'll naturally cool anyway. It will. It'll still cook on top of the stove. Don't it's like, yeah, it's like, don't fall for the, oh, no, it's gooey in the middle. Take it out. It's like taking a steak out and then putting it on a cutting board and letting it sit for five minutes. The heat will cook the brownie itself after it's out of the oven. Because if you overcook, if you're a baker that overcooks things, that's like trash Tuesday material. Get them out. Get them out. Now, gingerbread men, this is a holiday for gingerbread men. I'm fine with or without. I can do without. I support those that like it, but I won't really participate. <laughs> All right. I'll help you build the gingerbread house, but I'm not going to, you're not going to worry about, you don't have to worry about me taking pieces of the house away. Fruitcake? Apple pie? That, like, no, no, not, no, no. Okay, no. fruitcake. An actual fruitcake. Like the old school holiday treat where it's like a bunch of fruit baked into a bread. No. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah, that's I mean, awful. fruit for breakfast, then bring on the dessert. Like, fruit disappears after 10 a.m. Apple pie, I'm all in. I yeah, love yeah, an yeah. apple oh, pie. Oh, the, the, the crust. Yeah. But fruit Throw cake. Throw some no. ice cream. Totally. Fruit pie, great. Fruit cake out. 
Yes, that's whoa. Yeah, I haven't. That's a whoa. I avoid those <laughs> in my <laughs> daily life. Uh, and finally, a pound cake. Yes. No, no, not really. Okay. Not really. Crumb cake, yes. Crumb cake, cake, yeah. Crumb no. cake's nice. Right. Crumb oh. cake, I end up picking off the crumbs more than I eat the cake, but whatever. Oh, like a raisin loaf? Did you eat that? Olive loaf? Olive loaf. No. I think that's a meat. That's that's like punishment, isn't it? <laughs> so we went down to Athens, Georgia for Auburn at Georgia. And as I mentioned, it's uh, the most recent episode of Nomad, which is available on YouTube. And uh, there's a scene where you and our friend Jonah are changing the tire on the car after we had a, a blowout, after we had a, a flat. And Mraz just killed me on side A <laughs> for taking the pictures as you guys did the work. Well, as... You guys really, I mean, let's give credit to Jonah, who became a man. Yeah. I mean, we're, we should set the scene that we're, like, not even five miles from the airport, and we're, we're underneath an overpass where, like, that's the runway. Like, there are planes, and you can't <laughs> yeah, hear anything because right. planes are landing above us. Yes. You could not hear anything. You You're couldn't. in the car with the windows closed trying to make a phone call. Because we weren't sure, should we change this? Should we not? We're close enough AAA, to the rental place. Right. Rental car, yeah. You're trying to make a call to get it set up, but when they told us... All right, it'll be an hour and a half. We're like, well, let's. Jonah's like, let's, you know, let's see if we can do it ourselves. And you know, look, I, I gave support, emotional, emotional support, some physical support. <laughs> I mean, because look, some of those, you know, those lug nuts were tough to get off, uh, and I had to hold. Someone had to hold them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we didn't want them rolling yeah. away. Well, Mraz said I came off looking worst because I took the pictures. Did you? He said you could have really risked annoying the guy that were doing the work. Did I annoy you guys by taking the photos? No, you did a good job of, like, kind of being a fly on the wall, like capturing in the moment but not, like, you know, getting the phone up too close as we're, you know, we're trying to. I didn't want to taunt the guys doing the work. No. But I wanted to capture the moment. Right. We actually expected you to. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, a little video. Like, we could have had, like, a little post-game interview because that was a big. I mean, Jonah deserved to be, like, player of the game. Like that I know. was you know, potential Gatorade bath moment for him. It was. And the only reason I didn't actually take a video because we were dancing under the overpass in the rain once it got done was I didn't want to jinx anything. We had had this stroke of terrible luck up until that point. And it I said, was we, bad. It we was finally bad. got yeah. this tire change and now we got to drive on the donut back to the rental car center in the middle of a rainstorm on a highway I don't know. With planes landing above us. And yeah. yeah. I said, I don't want to risk jinxing all of this, so I'm just going to act like it didn't happen, but I've taken a few still shots. And the celebration, that was pure jubilation. Yeah. I mean, that was not forced. That was like, no, 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 I want to get this on video. We're like, no, that we we had to dance. It was I mean, that joy. was a big deal. It was, it was real joy. It was like one of these NFL touchdown celebrations. That like a game-winning touchdown. Like you're trailing the whole game. <laughs> And you're this big underdog, and you come back and you score late in the fourth quarter. Maybe a trick play, you know, when nobody expects you. Like half the stadium leaves thinking the home team's going to win. Like, ah, let's get out to the parking lot and celebrate. Yeah. But no, the underdogs come back. And we were rewarded with Pit Boss Barbecue and those steaming ribs and that hunk of pulled pork. Wow. What a find. What a find. I mean, it's like you could drive by it. Um, not even just like at night, like daytime, you're going to be, you know, you wouldn't even think twice about it because yeah. you're still, I mean, you're still like on the outskirts of the airport. Yes. Not, to, I mean, we spend so much time at that airport <laughs> and the rental car changing, changing the tire or underneath the runway. And it's like, you think, oh, let's get out of here. Let's get out of this airport, the vicinity. But no, we find this place because we're looking on the way to Athens because we had a little bit of a drive too. Yeah. 
couple hours um, right about, and this this place was a find. I mean, yeah. you would have never, if you walk in and it's just like, it just overcomes you. One thing that the Bourbon Bell said when she saw the Nomad, and I had <laughs> kept telling her about how much we had this great barbecue, and then she saw it and she goes, oh, now I know why you love it so much, handwritten menus. Like the, the board above the counter was written in hand on oak tag. So that's when you know the barbecue is amazing. Yeah, because you know what? They're spending so much time. They're perfecting the barbecue. Who cares about what the menu looks like? Totally. You know what? Because maybe they change it. They swap out the sides. Who cares that it's on Oak Tag? I mean, maybe it was a second grader's project. <laughs> <Right>. Fine. <laughs> Just give me neat handwriting. Give me a good deal. Give me Q, and I'm fine. <laughs> it's great because if you want to erase the price, you could do so because totally. it was written... In pencil in 1985. Right. And, and when you, well, you buy, like, you know, tape to put over the oak tag. Like, yeah. is it 11 right. 9 Nope, right. it's 10 9 today. The zero goes over the one, and we have a better deal. We will not buy new oak tag. We will just simply cut out a piece of paper and put it over the oak tag <laughs> exactly. on the new price. Scotch tape the new price in, and you're ready to go. And by the way, the bar at one end of it was just kind of the... The exclamation point. Yeah, yeah, there's a bar that was so divey. It was amazing. Final point is there is a scene during the game in between third and fourth quarters where all the Georgia fans hold up their cell phones and they kind of rhythmically pump their fists, and it looks amazing like a light show in the stadium. I was down in the lower bowl getting the footage. You were still in the upper deck where our seats were getting the footage, and so I was able to combine the both, and I'm so glad you had that footage because seeing it low and then and then I – edited it and cut it to the up high shot that looked awesome it came out great yeah i think any stadium we go to on these college football trips you're you're waiting for that like all right what sets this stadium and this game day atmosphere apart from other places like we were in auburn last year and they did the war eagle where the eagle flies in yeah and lands right at midfield before kickoff georgia didn't really have that they didn't have that yeah because i kind of we rushed into the stadium i kind of left i left you guys behind because i'm like i want to see the team come out i wanted to get that on video yeah and it wasn't it wasn't great. It was fine. You know what I mean? Like it, it was. It was okay. But like that moment when the when they get the cell phones going and the lights, like I just happened to be like, well, let me just you know, I'm frozen at that point. Let me just you know, as I'm shaking, you know, let me just see what this is like. And it came out great. So yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you were able to to add that to to the footage for the Nomad. You've got some future here if you want to be a future cameraman on the crew, the Nomad crew, because that was a really nice shot you got. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. My my resume is ready to go. Uh, throw you my LinkedIn profile. I'm, I'm happy to add something to it. One thing that didn't make the Nomad episode was you and I hiding in an electrical closet during halftime. Another great find. <laughs> but Nobody I, knew it. No. Th- so we were sitting in the upper deck, and it was so cold because <laughs> the wind was blowing in. It was a Boy, nighttime kick. The it second was, the sun went down, it was over. Freezing. It was rough. And so during halftime, we're like, how do we kill? And it's a long college football halftime. I mean, it must be. Must have been 20 minutes. And when the temperature drops below 30 degrees, it feels like 45 minutes. Yeah. So there was a little uh, electrical closet in the upper deck on the side of one of the stanchions. We were like the Goonies trying to find like a way out of the cave or something, you know? And so I looked and I opened up the door because I didn't know if it was a bathroom or not. And I opened it up. I said, it's an electrical closet. And they, they had a heater going on in there to keep the electrical wires warm. And I just was like, Heller. Let's get in here. Let's go in here. And you're like, what? I'm like, just quick. So we got in there and closed the door, and we had to be silent because if somebody would have heard us, security would have kicked us out. Because I almost jumped into our, you know, change the flat tire celebration, and you had to quickly rein me in because people can hear us. I'm like, all right, sorry. 
But I was I was in like full on dance mode, like, oh my God, this is warm. I know. And so I actually have footage of us in there. <laughs> except and I wanted to include it, except A, we were unintelligible because we were so frozen, our mouths weren't working, so we were just mumbling. Yeah. And number two, we were in that giddy mode of we're being warm, so we're like hopping up and down. And everything that we're trying to say makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. So we're just like... It's probably like 2 a.m. on like a random Saturday, like in college. <laughs> like, what What are they talking about? Like, I, I don't know. They had a lot to drink. So I wanted to add the dessert coordinator and myself <laughs> in an electrical closet, staying warm at halftime of this game. But it wouldn't have made any sense. There would no. be no context to what we're doing and why we're doing it. You also char- You also found an outlet in there and charged your phone, which was... Which was huge as well, yeah. because not only are we frozen, but we're down to like, you know, we've been out all day, so we're at like, you know, 10% yeah. on, on the cell phones. Got to get resourceful on these trips. Man, I mean, if only every SEC stadium has like this electrical closet that random <laughs> out-of-towners can slip into, you know, on night games in the fall, you can get warm. I want that electrical closet to have my name as like, this is his <laughs> memorial this is DA of CBS's Memorial Electrical Closet. You should closet. have carved your name into the cement, really you know, with a key or something. Well, you can check out that episode of Nomad on YouTube. Just search my name and Nomad, and you'll see the Athens episode, the Georgia episode there. Uh, Heller, this is a great debut for your first PGP. Thanks, man. I loved it. Can't wait to be back again with some candy. With candy that he found behind the kind bars. This is your Permission Granted podcast. We'll see you throughout the week, everybody. Until next time, the PGP disconnects. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.